Hello, pretty MFs. I'm back. I'm British, and my name is Kat. And welcome to Pretty Much Fine. Come on, we've had two weeks of me doing no British accent. Give Bring me it a back. moment. I had to. I had to. I'm sorry. It's okay. We are all we're braced and ready for it. Honestly. And who are you? <laughs> I'm Carol. What's and this up? Is pretty much fine. A comedy pretty podcast. Much pretty much fine. Comedy. Yep. Mental health. We put them <laughs> together like a sandwich. You got your jelly. You got your peanut butter. It still tastes good. <laughs> They work. They work. We got another jingle. <laughs> they just work. And you know, who really is out here doing this? I mean, fucking Alex Cooper's trying to rebrand like she's some fucking mental health guru. But yeah, right. You probably bullied. Let sorry, that's a broad statement. But she seems like an ex-bully. Okay. I said ex, but. Uh, I'm getting that vibe. You I know? heard the old episodes and I was not comfortable in that, <laughs> in that space. So let's just say we're the main girls you need to come to if you're fucking stressed out, you got an anxiety disorder, even if you don't, come on, everyone gets anxious here and there and we are here to make you feel better about it. Yeah, because we are probably worse. Chicken soup for the anxious soul is my new saying because when I used to always read the chicken soup for the teenage soul books and they were so comforting. It was like when you first learned about like periods and sex and weird stuff. I know. That was such a good... I forgot about that book. That really unlocked a lot of things for me. I love books that are short <laughs> stories. Yeah. It's good for ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good you point. You don't have to keep reading chapters because you stop reading the book for like a month. You can just be like, oh, like, I don't remember any of those short stories, but I'm just going to keep going because yeah. you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's why I would like the book that I lent to you forever ago. It's Naked Lunch, William Burroughs. If you like Carol's really weird book. books postmodern drugs man heroin just writing stuff yeah but it's none of the chapters go to get like there's no it can be read in any order i like that no i really it's do need wild. to read it sitting in my bookshelf <laughs> which i have a bookshelf humble flex Ooh, she reads yeah and you know what reading is escapism what? and i love escapism and i think reading is one of my favorite forms of it i think anxious people really need escapism but obviously sometimes we can go too far and just forget that reality is like there and that we have to participate in it yeah (laughs) and i have a quick question for you to stop us off here today lay it on me escapism what are your forms of it like what's your go-to escapisms and like do you ever especially i do this like walking in new york at night like people's lights are on or even driving in a suburb and like sound, mm-hmm. about to sound creepy but you, you people do it <laughs> and you like are going through a really bad time like something bad's happening in your life you're depressed like and you just see you know nothing about these people's lives or if they're any better than yours but you like are so deep in escapism and wanting to be out of your life that you see them like at the dinner table together and or like by their yeah. fireplace and it looks so warm or like their apartment <laughs> just looks sick as hell and you just like dream of walking inside and being a part of their life and out of yours because I do that a little too often (laughs) yeah I mean I don't know about like peeping into people's windows I'm not like standing there with binoculars fucking Joe style with my little hat on I'm just like walking the streets of New York music in my headphones longing to be a different person sometimes yeah New York has to probably be one of the best places to like that too (laughs) so then it just hurts because you're like god your apartment looks so nice what's your job you son of a bitch i always want to know what people's jobs are when they have really nice houses (laughs) i guess i love those like tiktokers that do the like drive up to the nice car people and they're like what's your job but (laughs) i love those videos (laughs) take the floor baby what is your escapism 
I love video games. I know that makes me sound lame, nerdy, whatever. Such good escapism. Like you I'm, live in Animal Crossing when you're yeah. Escaping. Her Animal Crossing so town true. is gorgeous. I haven't been in a while. I need maybe on my flight I'll be you know on Animal Crossing. But what's his name? Your little guy in Animal Phil. Crossing. Phil is gonna be so upset with you. My like, favorite villager. Ben. If you guys know Phil, like if you know, you know. Girls that get it, get it. Girls who don't, don't. If you know Amen. Phil, you know Phil. Like, oh my god but don't yeah, make carol I, jealous which also is a good segue for later we're just seg- <laughs> we're riding segues at this point with our little helmets on safety first oh my but, god um yeah i would say video games yeah. i love to just i'll be on a dragon you know killing Ooh, dragons sexy. i'm a cowboy like it's so fun you can just be anything and it's great i can forget about my life so <laughs> and that's why people become addicted to video games yeah it's like oh i really gotta you know level up my like blocking i'm gonna use my shield more fuck like, leveling up my life i'm leveling up my blocking yeah <laughs> uh, i know i'm always surprised that with my i feel like every kid with anxiety and adhd kind of loves video games and i, I don't know i feel like i skipped that it's because of your technology you're right i hate fucking technology my mom's so mad at me because she got me a new laptop for christmas i haven't even cracked it open and i'm so grateful for it i'm so excited about it but i just get overwhelmed it's the weirdest fucking thing because like i gotta re-download everything i gotta get all your passwords again for all the things we use i gotta like i don't know it's just like i get paralyzed by yeah it's embarrassing because i'm gonna get left in the fucking dust if i don't figure it out like technology is it but damn it do i fucking want my quill back (laughs) i want my fucking quill give her a quill and some parchment let her go (laughs) nothing like a quill on some old yellowy paper (laughs) yeah i would definitely say i feel like that's where your your root of not wanting but you like some video games so right like you know you fuck with no i love animal crossing like that was the one when i was little like my brother had his little gamecube and he would play it and i'd be like oh i want to play like (laughs) animal crossing was definitely my game yeah well me too (laughs) well you know what escapism can lead to why instagram was made because we're all addicted to it wishing we had someone else's (laughs) life even though we don't know their life which like when people post in relationships and you wonder oh my god they must be so in love or you're like are you though and today we're talking about anxiety dating relationships yeah jealousy (laughs) shit like that i'm on my segway riding on the way home (laughs) yeah i would love to know what what your thoughts are when you like see a couple and you see like and they're the that couple that posts like all the time like what do you think's going on there do you I will think say it's just so I listen. Long? I can't even just say these are my original thoughts because I listen to a lot of like podcasts that interview Esther Perel, like that lady that Amazing. writes about relationships and all that. She's great. Love her. Love her. Smart lady. And I yes. like so that's kind of in my head where she really talks about also like need a fact check because I have a lot of things in my head that just mix together. But I know <laughs> that she talks about a lot like needing to have still stay separate in a relationship and like how the pandemic really fucked that up for people because you become one person and that can hinder your relationship rather than help it because you still need to say like stay two individual souls to Mm -hmm. be like a healthy person in the world which I do find fascinating and true so when people overpost like this is my boyfriend and like those like 
social media couples basically that are getting paid to be together kind of because people yeah. love them so much <laughs> the bachelor literally <laughs> like their whole revenue like fucking rachel and matt just announced that like they're gonna take a little break from they, their leases up and they're just gonna travel the world because <laughs> they don't know where they want to live yet and i'm only saying it like an asshole wow. because yeah i'm jealous okay <laughs> that would be fucking sick but uh, that no i do doubt it if someone is constantly post i feel like the people in like the real love are like the ones you look at their feed and you're like their boyfriend's like one of ten in like yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like when you over post i feel like you're overcompensating i totally agree i feel like it's very you're trying to prove it to everyone else and like you're almost trying to like convince yourself too that's how it comes off to me We're every perfect. time look yeah, and like, everyone's different. Like, Here. you know, everyone's different, but I do feel like it's commonality is what you just said. Yeah. Yeah, whenever it's, if it's like a constant thing, I think if it's like every now and then, like whatever, I don't think that that's anything to read into. But yeah, I mean, there was this girl who I went to school with and she got married super young and she would post all the time about him and her relationship, how in love she was with him. Like, it was so amazing. He was so incredible. And then one day out of nowhere, it was like, yep, we're divorced. You know what I mean? It was just like a switch. Like, it was just like all of a sudden, like, there wasn't a post for two weeks. And then the next post was like, yeah, we got a divorce. Like, we're no longer together. And then now she's remarried and she's doing the same thing again, constantly posting, like, her new, like, husband. And it's just very, to me, I'm like, you're just, like, kind of repeating the cycle. Like, I can kind of see that, like, you're feeling, like, insecure in your relationship and that's why you're posting so much. Like, why would you Because you need the validation. You're not getting the validation from the man you're with. So you're seeking it by posting, look, I'm on the timeline every woman's supposed to be on. A man loves me (laughs) and wanted to marry me. So now you guys can see it and I'll get more likes than I get when I was alone because (laughs) everyone wants people to be with people because women shouldn't be alone. That's fucking dumb. I mean, it really is that like you, I notice like when people post, I mean, unless it's like they're posting their asshole, that's going to get more likes. But people, I notice <laughs> when people like get a new boyfriend and post it, they get more likes than they did on like any photo of them in like Paris yeah. or some shit. Like people like validate that so hard. People get like excited about it. Like, yeah, which is nice. You should be happy for people. Like it shouldn't always be like, oh, they probably hate each other. But like, <laughs> yeah, there is a balance with all things. Yeah, for sure. But I definitely think that that's a good point. People probably like get more engagement on posts like that. And so they're like more encouraged. Like, oh, yeah, because it's like it the dopamine. It's, it's, and people it's what like, it's oh, made for you guys are couple goals like you guys are so cute like comments like that it's like okay like you're gonna take that and you're like oh wow I, I want that feeling again I want that dopamine rush of like validation and that's when Let it gets dangerous that that's making you happier than the actual relationship yeah <laughs> that's when like, you need some hot water danger, danger. <laughs> doctor, yeah I would doctor. say if you're feeling the need to like post your partner constantly like maybe do a little soul searching see what's going on there see what's going on make sure that yeah. their soul is the soul that you are really enjoying or if it's just like they look good in a pic yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're just looking really good on your feed you Literally. know <laughs> which i mean if that's what you want feed. do you i guess <laughs> i mean yeah like we have plenty of time if you want to date just the guy that looks good on your feed date the guy that looks good on your feed whatever yeah, but maybe don't sure. marry him because i don't know if that's gonna last for a long-lasting love in a world where monogamy is already fucking hard enough <laughs> i mean jesus like I, I one thing i really couldn't do is date like a social media or i, I mean hey like someone famous like post one wants to hit me up i'm gonna give it a try <laughs> but 
I really struggle and I would like to hear your thoughts on the connection of like jealousy and anxiety because I feel like even more jealous than a regular human because of the like self the lack of confidence that can come with anxiety the yeah. de- the self-doubt that comes with anxiety that like to date someone that like would be getting dms from people yeah. I like ooh, I would be green-eyed monster like who yeah. is that that's a really unique you know situation though like I, I know, really but that would be hard like that. that know, I'm out really here like, hard. oh my god, I'm so worried when I'm all these like famous men are gonna want to date me because I'm not gonna be able to handle it. I but, just feel like, like that would not be easy for yeah, me. Yeah, if you're already like a jealous person, adding that is only gonna make things worse. You know, it's definitely something like, I need to work on. I am a jealous girl. I I feel like I don't know. It's hard to even remember. I feel like I've just. <laughs> been married for so long oh um, my god she's just I, married and I just retired like, from thoughts yeah, i'm out of the game no i feel like i was never i'm not like a super jealous person that's something i feel like I you would know even more in a marriage like that shows that it's hey y'all yeah. clap clap staying healthy well, in here yeah it's just kind of hard to know if it's like because i'm like i know i feel very secure you know in my relationship i don't necessarily like feel like well that's key like i feel like i feel like even though i'm a jealous person if i was i think it's because i've never been in a secure relationship so like i pick the ones that make me stressed out i think if you're with the right person you will like those feelings won't be as intense but i really can't even imagine to your point how it would be like if keegan was getting dms 24 7 from like girls you know what I mean like I that would be a it's totally like, different ball game I have no idea how I would feel then I feel like I would definitely be jealous and it would be literally hard to deal with. even like when we message someone we love the podcast oops and we'll like send Julio like oh my god your dad's funny on vacation like you did that and he answered yeah and even like I'm at the level where I would see that and be like mm. <laughs> why'd you answer her <laughs> he answered it huh and he's like a comic so like that's part of their job like keep people as fans like, appre- like yeah. appreciate them make them feel seen so they keep following you but me, as my little green eye monster, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> she seems <Yeah>. nice. <laughs> Does she want to meet your dad? She yeah. fuck you and your dad? <laughs> At the same time? At the same time? Because <laughs> that's fucked up and disgusting. I didn't know you were so disgusting. We're done. Yeah. How would you, do you think you would feel if you were dating someone, like you're dating, they're just a normal, regular, average person, and then they kind of like start a career that gives them some kind of following? How would you feel then? Would you still feel like you would be super jealous or do you think it would be different? I think that would be even worse because they haven't like been in that territory yet. That would be even worse. No idea. Because they were with me when they were regular. Are they gonna keep me when they got fucking eight hundred DMs? I don't know. Do I think I'm that much of a catch? Of course. But (laughs) bitches be rolling through with just titties right immediately in the DM and that whew, I would definitely need to up my therapy each week. If, yeah, uh, I, that's a together. really, really good point. I never thought of it that way. Like, it's going to be like a kid in a candy store, potentially. Like, all of a sudden, they have all this, like, attention that they haven't had before. No, literally, like, that men in their penises. Like, even if he loves me, that <laughs> penis still is fucking moving for hot bitches. And, I mean, yeah, I'll still think men are hot, too. But, and of course, he should have self-control as a human. But, yeah, no, I'd be very stressed out. And even thinking of it, like, as us, when we blow up, <laughs> I... <laughs> Love the podcast. Yeah, Start to keep. Sh- We're always on the same page. <laughs> Two peas in one pod. <laughs> Two peas on one pod. <laughs> but oh, whoa! What's Somebody up, Somebody put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> um, I 
I now that I keep shouting out other podcasts, whatever. Sorry, we're supportive. Now support us back. Um, <laughs> I love love my first podcast. That I fell in love with those guys. We fucked, and mm-hmm. I learned a lot through them. For if you know the day we blow up, they have like had to actually like yell at their fans in a way like give them a talking to because each time they got boyfriends fans quote unquote were dming their boyfriends like with titty pics and like that's so disrespectful how fucked up is that it's like you're a fan of someone you listen to their podcast and then you see them post a boyfriend you're like oh my god you got a boyfriend like yay and then you're like wait he's kind of hot i'm gonna try to take him like that's twisted like you that's like sick <laughs> that's like but if that you happens doing, if you're out all here of doing the time that. You need to really do a little soul searching because that's like twisted. <laughs> I even like not gonna like I fall. So I like just get really invested if it's like a couple I care about, which is usually like random yeah. people like podcasts that I like. So I followed one of their boyfriends once and he followed me back and I was like, okay, well, that's inappropriate, sir. I'm not trying to be one of those girls. I just want to see what you post about her because I love yeah. love. <laughs> and I'm so invested in you guys' relationship. But even then, I was like, okay, I'm worried for her because that's weird. Why the fuck did he follow me back? I'm just a random girl in fucking yeah. New York at that time. But I feel like it could also be a little scary if you were like a public figure and you start dating someone and you're more successful than them. Oh, like, well, yeah, that happens all the time them. when they can't handle it. Mm. Yeah, like, or like what happens when you... Well, no, not even that. Like when you post them and then they get like tons of followers, like are you going to be kind of like... You're feeding off my success. You know, what I, I wouldn't mean? be like you're feeding or, off or my success. It would be the same anxiety of mm, girls are gonna DM my boyfriend. Please go on private, sir. Thank yeah, you. I totally. I feel like a lot of there's some dating podcasts I listen to that they don't talk about their relationships like openly. Like they won't say who they are and they don't post about their boyfriend. I think that's the way you got to do it. Like yeah. protected. The, I call it the Taylor Swift, the new Taylor Swift era, the Joe era. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people give them shit for it, though, because it's like, you have a dating podcast, you're not even going to tell me who your boyfriend is. Like, that's stupid. But, like, I mean, I respect it. Because then, like, whenever they break up, she talks about it then, talks about them, doesn't say who they were, but, like, you know what I mean? So, I but feel like... there's a reason she's doing it, and it's because yeah. you, like, there are at least hundreds of girls that will hear who it is and go DM him their tits. Like, yeah. that's someone, that's a psyche that's out there. Like, people <laughs> that want to take, and I'm sure it's guys too. Like, I'm not trying to make it just girls. I'm just, like, referring from guys we fuck. But that is a psyche in people that just, like, want, oh, I can't have them because they're with them. Well, now I want them. Yeah. And I love this host and I love the way they describe, like, I don't know. You get so attached to your podcast host that you, I don't know. It's like a creep. It really creeps yeah, me out. Yeah. That really is, like, w- I'd love to hear a psychologist come tell yes, me more about that. I would too. I would <laughs> I want to hear about hate comments and I want to hear about people <laughs> sending like their tits and i want to hear about the therapist <laughs> and boyfriend. their psychology and why their therapist the ultimate we, fixer yeah. call we back need to have one on <laughs> oh i know oh my god that would be amazing wow that you know what idea <laughs> <laughs> well guys one day get ready we'll have a real yeah. fucking professional on here yeah that would be a good fresh dose of our you know. closest to the therapy <laughs> voids we got interviewing no uh, we're on top of it no we're we are. doing we're it getting closer and closer <laughs> every day <laughs> the ship can almost see land <laughs> well how do you feel like your anxiety has like affected indirectly or directly like your dating life do you think so much so much because anxiety is overthinking anxiety is thinking of the worst case scenario and that those two things destroy dating you can't do that you have to stay present you have to just be like if it sucks it sucks if it's cool it's cool at least i'm getting the old experience i'm practicing for the one whatever the fuck you want to consider it but 
it hinders me so much like I really rarely go on dates the people that like I talk to are always people that I meet organically yeah and we just kind of like the old classic we'll hook up on the weekend <laughs> like I'm, I really <laughs> have not been good at being the girl that's like I'm gonna go on dates and like when I'm asked on dates they're probably boys that would be good for me and are very nice but I'd never talk to them again yeah and I <laughs> you just, do do that I really want to I think I would like dating but it's 100% my anxiety that's like oh god anything yeah. could happen the conversation could be horrible I could say something stupid I could like sneeze and like a burger could come out and I could like <laughs> I don't know like just stupid thoughts where like it would probably end up being fun and like I'd have great experiences and meet cool people but also that's a little me being too positive because people also do not say dating that great yeah <laughs> so I mean I should get better at it because I think it's a cool part of life and I am a single girl that like enjoys being single for the very reason that I can talk to all kinds of people so I need to like do it in a more formal way but I would say 100% my anxiety holds me back because I just get so (laughs) nervous like yeah I just don't even do it yeah I mean I've never been on like a blind date or a date with someone that I didn't know I feel like that would just be I don't know I know people do it all the time but like for me that's like too much anxiety I know, and that's why I want to do it because the best way to break your anxiety is facing it. That is like yeah, facing fears. That's, so like, true. that's the only way to do it is to do it. And why can I just have like sex, but I can't go on a date? Like that's <laughs> therapy. Hello. Yeah. Got it. Some wires are crossed. Some there. wires are crossed. <laughs> like I just, yeah, I, I well, really almost, do want to try, dip my toe yeah. in it. But every time I say I'm gonna, I try to use our podcast for motivation because it would be good. Still stewing or survived it stories, 100%. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Good but for the content. I just keep saying I'll do it and then I'm anxiously avoiding it, so. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, like, a vulnerable thing. I feel like that's probably why it's easier to, like, just hook up with someone than to, like, go on a date with them because it's like, okay, we got to really have some small talk. And, you know, I you have know? deep... <laughs> deep rejection issues that I have to really sort out because they hold me back from career love every the whole gamut the whole (laughs) shebang I have yeah like rejection I was just that little kid that like held on to every moment that I was rejected and never forgot it that it built into like this big monster inside of me where I just avoid doing things that could really improve my life because I'm too afraid of the no or like you go yeah. on your d- the date you put yourself out there you think it went great and then they never talk to you again and instead of just accepting like all right we weren't a match like that's fine I would go into the I suck I suck yeah. I suck and like that's yeah. not good but <laughs> takes the fun out of things yeah I just don't think <laughs> until I'm in a place where I can like have the utmost confidence and even if something doesn't work out and there is rejection it's just because it wasn't meant to be and that's it it is what it is I don't think I could handle it that well yet. Yeah, I feel like especially if you're like dating, like when people are like, yeah, I have three dates this week. How the fuck are people doing that? (laughs) What are their signs in astrology? Because I (laughs) like Capricorn because they're so fucking like, all right, got Monday, (laughs) Wednesday, Friday. (laughs) I know, and I really envy that and I want to do that. I really want to try to put myself out there just for my own experiment, my own face the fear, but it definitely is like a deep sea of fear. I feel like dating like that would be very, like that's a lot, you know? (laughs) And you know me, if I get nervous, I get hammered. Like what's going to happen? Yeah, and then that's not usually a good look. No, you should drink like maybe one drink before you go and then like one, like, well, do whatever fuck you want. Yeah. I'm not trying to slur. (laughs) I just like, I am so charming in a bar setting where like with my best friends, like I'm my best self. And then when it's just like one-on-one, I just get like, 
Like, I mean, yeah. I just like, I mean, it's me overthinking because <laughs> like, I've done it. It was fine. But it always leads to me doing a pity kiss because I haven't gone on a, any like sparks flying date. That's for yeah. sure. Well, maybe in the, you know, maybe 2022 ring some dates. Ooh, <laughs> who, let's have a new submission. Who wants a date? Catherine Cleary. We're taking <laughs> it. submissions now. Yeah. I will say like I one time dated someone like with anxiety and like it wasn't like a good match, which is something that like is something I would not expect like you would maybe think like because you and I we both have anxiety and we're like best friends connecting on every level but, but no like, it is it's different completely great yeah. topic glad you're bringing this up yeah when I it was very stressful because I feel like and if I look at who I ended up with my husband is like a very calm person who's very reassuring and that's what I need so like having someone who was like anxious too it like really fed into my like our anxiety really just like fed off of each other you know what I mean yeah I don't think two anxieties make uh, I don't I mean I think it could also generalization (laughs) yeah there's I'm sure it can work but uh, for me yes I absolutely need the like life of the party might be the wrong word but like the guy that's like yeah like the secure attachment like the I'm the anxious attachment. I got to fix that. And I need the secure <laughs> attachment where he, the reassurement, the like, I'm spiraling out loud and I don't even realize it. And he just kind of like looks at me, grabs my shoulders and is like, hey, it's going to be fine. And I'm like, oh yeah. my God, babe. <laughs> <laughs> like, I definitely yeah. need to like calm the, extinguish the fire within my head guy. Yeah, I don't need Instead of the guy like, that's like, you're right, you're right. Yeah. We're going down, the ship's going down. <laughs> exactly. I was just about to say that. Like, I feel like, if you have anxiety and then like your partner also does like it could really just be like oh my god what if we go there and we like can't find parking like what are we gonna do and they're like oh my god what if we can't find parking what are we gonna do and then it's like ah no that is so true and like i mean write us if you're a two anxious people that work but like i am picturing yeah i would love like, to hear it. two people that are anxious that are together you never see them because they're staying watch tv <laughs> together every night and don't go outside. Yeah, that's true. I feel like that could happen too. Because like Keegan is someone who likes to go out and like do more things than I And that like pushes do. you. And then when you're <laughs> there, you're like, mix. oh, I'm having a great time. I love yeah. going out. But if he, it wasn't for that, you'd be happy ordering yeah. food in and watching animal or being an animal crossing. Yeah. And like we obviously still do that sometimes. But Balance. I think you shake it up. You found the good <laughs> Can't be doing that every day. Baby. Great work. So happy yeah pat myself on the back now you're going to spain god damn it yeah or you went to spain because we're in the future yeah. now we're in the future i'm like pre-recording i oh production just secret. got back oh my god welcome back to america yeah. thank you god you're probably so different now you went to spain so cultured so like cultured. i just know so much more about the world oh i'm a wordly gal might not even talk to me <laughs> i'm actually too cool and i'm gonna be like who's the podcast? trailer park trash over here american scum <laughs> my podcast partner has never been to spain i can no longer podcast with her yeah what a loser but i'm british <laughs> that's cool <laughs> oh my god you're killing me yeah, uh, I know for the pod, I really feel like I got a date. Like it just would make the best still stewing or survives it, and like it yeah, that really could make would. it fun, even if it went really badly. Like at least I'll have content stories. If that's what it takes, mm-hmm. you know, then go for it. <laughs> I think it might be what it takes. Well, here we go. Who would you stay like, tuned, everybody? <laughs> what kind of will you describe the man that you would set me up with? Let's see. I would need like personality. Personality. If you want to add looks in there too, I don't mind. Okay. <laughs> I would definitely want to set you up with someone who's very outgoing, 
someone who is good at like being around large groups of people someone who's very fun and someone who has a very good sense of humor that would be the main and secure enough to know that i'm funny and not be intimidated by it yes of course he would have a good every man i've ever liked and (laughs) he would love all your jokes um i would also pick someone for you that was like calm at the same time and like calming presence because i thought i was one but you would have brought me down from that cloud yeah you're not calming but that's okay that's okay (laughs) i just need to find someone who is yeah i gotta find the other puzzle piece um no but i i definitely would try and like set you up with someone who was like had a more reassuring calming presence but was still a lot of fun and could like keep up and be very outgoing you have to be i feel like i only picture you with someone like outgoing i could never see you with like a very shy or quiet person they wouldn't like me very much yeah well i mean that's not always true i mean i could people are gravitated towards more than you'd think takes a second for me to come out of my shell well it takes less time for you than it does for me i feel like i we're still in the shell but maybe one day what is that marshall the shell what is it marsh marshall the shell the shell what? do you ever see those youtube videos back in the day now i think it's getting like a movie marshall mm-hmm. the shell whatever it doesn't matter. that sounds familiar but you i know don't it. know what it's you're like talking a little about. shell jenny slate does a voice for it it's like it's i don't think i'm saying the right name and that's why it's not <laughs> whatever moving on scratch it okay moving on moving on um well you didn't describe his bank account or his curly brown hair because oh my god yeah i would definitely be on the lookout for curly hair i definitely would be so turned on if his job made him wear a suit like i'm not trying to i'm not saying finance (laughs) but if i saw my man walk out in the morning in a suit oh would i be waiting for him to come home oh my god (laughs) I, i love a suit yeah i mean i would definitely try and pick someone that was like had ambitious goals because i feel like you do as well so, i want someone with a normal job because i don't think i'll ever have a normal job not sure but i don't know well I need some then type you would want someone with life. a more flexible job because if you're going to be bebopping around you're gonna need someone that can keep up and like I move guess. around with you maybe they work from home I don't yeah a <laughs> work from no home. i don't want them to work from home get away from me i need yeah home. <laughs> i'm very thankful that keegan and i do not both work from home like I work from home very often I still go in like sometimes but he is never like he's unable to work from home and it's amazing like I feel like it would just have been way too much to like be quarantined together work from home together that would be too much I think that ruined many many people's relationships yes um and it's like that Esther Perel thing like you become one and like you think that's a positive but it's actually not yeah I feel like I love my husband but like it's a little different when you're like they're your co-worker now yeah essentially it's like okay i mean i guess there could be perks but i feel like it would be a lot to be around someone literally non-stop <laughs> are there any like as from the perspective of a married person and not in the dating world are there like anxieties that you could say differ from the dating world that come with marriage or is it just like bills <laughs> <laughs> like um yeah i mean i would say like it definitely there's a lot of anxiety when it comes to like you have to like really account for like you know someone else's life like selfless yeah you, you have selfish to be very or are you selfless <laughs> <laughs> call back gotta keep up here pretty much fine we're doing callbacks left and right yeah you better listen to every episode, every episode. um especially when we made these ones shorter like come on come on you got time um, <laughs> you got a them. long drive to work long walk <laughs> but i would definitely say that's probably like the main i guess anxious thing is like you really have to like consider like someone else's life you can't like make a decision on your own which i mean is like it has its pros and its cons obviously but yeah i would say there's definitely some anxiety around like 
that and like you know if I'm gonna apply to this job or like do this it's like you have to like and if he's gonna apply to a job or do that like we have to like talk about it first and we got to make sure we're on the same page so that can definitely be like a little anxiety inducing I would say but yeah also everyday life stuff like you know finances (laughs) that can be stressful anxiety too but yeah no I hope I find someone like you guys because I feel like I'm the camper and I need a camp counselor like I need (laughs) I'm just all over the place I'm not a calming presence I'm like blah 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 and I really not someone to like keep me in a box but someone to just like keep me on task in a way like yeah all right like babe you know what you're doing now you shouldn't like do that like I definitely need someone like blowing the whistle at me and like keeping me in reality sometimes yeah I think yeah we could all use that but I will say yes my biggest fear about marriage is the whole like I hope I love their family because yeah that's key like I love stay at my homes for the holidays I'm gonna yeah. this girl like with that stuff that is definitely a tough part of it it just kind of comes with the territory you know but um, like it's great that both couples love their family but it is like night not nice but like uh, people that like hated their family now get like a new family so like that yeah. can be a positive but unfortunately sure. you both love your families and that is a hard decision <laughs> yeah it does make you know Christmas it's like all right well you know what are we gonna do this year but you know it's just a balance you know you just have to like balance baby (laughs) the hardest thing for anxiety is fun I will say if you are dating someone seriously right now and you think you're gonna like be with them for a long period of time make sure you like their family because they become your family if you ever have to plan a wedding you gotta think about them. And if you don't, they're make sure they're involved. okay with it and they understand they're not like obsessed with yeah. their mom more than listen to her more than they listen to you. Make sure they're not gonna like, you know, be super overbearing if you ever have children. Like I hear horror stories of like mother-in-laws thinking they're entitled to like the <laughs> making movie rules for your child and stuff. You know, not having to deal with any of that definitely a huge anxiety relief I feel like it would be very anxiety inducing if I did not get along with or not like like my partner's family I think it's super important that you guys at least have some kind of common ground and you can like enjoy being around each other at least a little bit (laughs) agree I think that's pretty key to the old relationship (laughs) I know I'm no expert but uh, (laughs) sounds healthy to me (laughs) sounds fucking healthy to me only had one workout I just feel like it'd be so cute if I did find the right person and stop picking the scum of the earth that just need me to be their therapist because I can just like picture my little rom-com, them doing the thing where they grab my shoulders <laughs> and relax me and I, I need that in my life. I mean, yes, I'm an individual woman. I can make my own choices, but like to have someone in your corner like rooting for you and assuring you in the times that you really need it, that is what I look at relationships with envy for. Yeah. I will say like it is so nice those moments when you're just like you know like I'll be like just like in bed and like Keegan's next to me and our two cats are snuggling with us and it's like oh Oh, to have a pet with someone I love like that would be really fucking yeah that really is a beautiful thing highly recommend getting pets uh if that's your thing (laughs) big fan of owning owning cats together my like to bring escapism back really quick like my escapism when I'm like really stressed out and like you gotta do a thing where you close your eyes I picture myself every time at a farm petting a horse, like brushing a horse's oh my hair God, and feeding it. it a carrot. <laughs> and I would love to own a farm with the man I loved somewhere. I like love California. Like I'm not Same. trying to go in like a random like state, a flyover state with a farm. Like I'm still trying to be connected slightly to the world. But in a perfect world, California's not going into the ocean and me and my man can own a farm there. <laughs> yeah, I would love that as well. I've always like 
thought that that would be like a really fun bottle thing to feeding do. baby goats goodbye anxiety this is the best or image cows. i have in my head oh <laughs> moo cows i would oh my god no wow i gotta go I'm gonna get my love farm. love cows my favorite animal <laughs> me and like little wellies on a farm like come on so cute i'm here for the outfit <laughs> maybe my farm will be in london with my british man and my maybe. little baby bee and you guys have a little dairy farm that's like a big thing there you guys yeah no, i will not have a, i am having like an animal farm where they, all the animals live i want to make that very clear okay yeah you would maybe and there's we're a not, million okay. we're not exploring cats <laughs> everywhere yeah it has honestly been a low-key dream of mine to like own an animal like rescue i feel like that would yep. be super fulfilling want to know but my, yep my childhood dream was cats dogs I wanted to I wanted to make enough money to buy a giant like hotel or like palace some giant fucking place and no kill shelter and it's so bougie and every dog gets like its own room instead of a cage like I know it's like a big <laughs> dream but that when I was younger I was like cats dogs and obviously That's we have cats too but yeah I Maybe totally we can feel make it together one day with our pretty much oh fine God, money because yeah. we're just obviously gonna just like skyrocket <laughs> that would be beautiful I my only thing is like I did actually go. There was like a phase where I followed this girl who did that. She started an animal sanctuary and like her stories were very stressful. Yeah, no, she I'm sure like I'm over fantasizing, no doubt out. that I'm over escapisming. Yeah, super hard to but get funding. Petting a super horse. Hard, yeah. Petting yeah. a horse. Come on, the people. fantasy sounds amazing. So here for it. <laughs> but also the extra therapy I need when like they eventually die. Oh my god, I can't even think yeah, about that. Yeah, I yeah cry every day whenever I think about one of my cats dying. Tears. I don't even. Yeah, I'm gonna need to build a stronger foundation in my heart for if I'm gonna have a bunch of animals in my life. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> like truly, I cannot handle it. I cry when my friends' pets die. Like I'm attached to every person I know's pet. <sighs> Oh my god. And I just don't have one. Lily. That's another positive. I make the Boston move, I'm begging for my, like, I've lived with people that don't even like cats. And, like, I know that with my anxiety, it would just be an immense difference if I had something to take care of. I, I totally agree. I think that that would be really, really good for anyone who loves animals and, like, struggles with anxiety or even any kind of mental health. I think having a pet is, like, one of the best things if you are able to financially, stability-wise, able to. So good for anxiety. I know. I really... Because, yes, it can add to anxiety if you're not in a financial place to do it and that's why i yes. haven't because i even think about like my shopping problems i think about adding like 50 dollars of cat food and and like 50 dollars of litter each month i'm like oh and fuck what about mommy's shopping habits spontaneous <laughs> vet bills and spontaneous vet bills like i want to travel and no one will like yes these are the things i think about but i do think the love of an animal trumps it all if you can do it yeah totally agree nothing is better than coming home and like a little creature comes and greets you if i move home if i move (laughs) to boston in this apartment i would already have two cats because my roommate my friend slash oh my god i already called him my roommate i'm gonna cry (laughs) um has two cats one name winston one name l and they're so oh my god they would be there yeah they'd be there oh my god so i'd be getting even more content yeah you sure okay i'd finally have cats cat would finally have cats (laughs) like i don't know what god i gotta start making this pro we're back we're We're back back to my stress from two episodes ago the more you tell me like the more i'm on board i texted my friends that you said that and they were like i already loved carol but i love her even more now um and if you're listening and you're from new york i haven't fully decided yet please don't yell at me (laughs) 
Well, yeah. That's all, folks. I hope you enjoyed yeah. our little... Our, we had a topic this week. Ooh, we didn't wow. just ramble. Wow. Did As you guys I like do that? I just love rambling. <laughs> yeah, give us some feedback at hello at prettymuchfine.com. Wow. Second week in a row. She's got the email right. Killing it. You be killing them. You be killing them. <laughs> You can also find us at Pretty Much Fine Pod on Instagram and on TikTok. Pretty underscore much fine on Twitter and Pretty Much Fine on YouTube. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> rate, review, subscribe. Five Amen. stars only, fans. <laughs> if we get over 205 stars, I'll take a butt pick with like a bathing suit. Like keep it appropriate. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I have like a great ass, so I will stop myself for reviews. Not too much, just like a little tasteful, like me, like a turnaround in a bathing suit. Oh, me? A photo of my butt? But you do realize that the majority of our audience is uh, female, right? Yeah, and you know, <laughs> I mean, my friends I are the ones it, that build but... up my butt more than anyone I know. <laughs> That's true. I mean, yeah. Okay, okay, what else can I do if we get over? I don't want to. <laughs> no, I was just giving you a hard time. No, you're I right, love though. That idea. Of us. What else? What else? What are, what are women like? What, is, what, what are women like? I'm not one. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, I'll uh, shove a pie in my face. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> So now you're just like dehumanizing yourself. Yeah. Wow, you're right. I'm going low for <laughs> for reviews. Uh, we're desperate, I guess. I don't know. Tell me what the fuck I gotta do for reviews. I'll do it. Yeah, send it Besides in. Besides deliver amazing podcasts week after week. I feel like already checked that box. Checked it. Sent it. Mailed it. Check your inbox. Well, this was a lot of fun. Great This combo. was just lovely. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Shut up. This has been another week at Pretty Much Fine with Kat and Carol. We'll see you next week when Carol's all above us because she went to Spain. (laughs) Can't wait to hear about it. Bye, guys. Adios.